Let's go. Let's stay. All right. Yeah. Let's stay. <laughs> stay a while. Oh, good, good ref. Now, for the listener, did we take a week off or did a season end? Hard to say. Uh, you mean like the seasons of the year? I mean the season of the podcast, but... Oh, yeah, okay. Because that, that happened, so let's pretend that's why we took a week off. Yeah, we were retooling. Uh, we went back to the drawing board, uh, the writer's room. We actually you know, cut a lot of people. Yeah, uh, we hired a bunch of scabs because it's a strike, so we just... <laughs> oh, yeah, I had I had something about the writer's strike. Let's hear it. Uh, it's uh, I I think they're waiting for the stipulation that all streaming services uh won't have like the skip credits button. Otherwise, mm. they have to put the credits at the beginning because that's all that's all they really want, right? I th- believe a, so. It's yes, recognition. It's it's not money. It's not a money thing. It can't be. They would have figured it out by now. Yeah. No. People don't need money. Everyone's got it's enough. True. There's enough money out there. Exactly. Because here's the thing. Everything, Internet money. Everything that, is, that that people need exists out in the world, right? We need food, shelter, air, water, heart. So, so do we need money then? Wait, were you just naming Captain Planet? All right, guys. So, all right. So you caught me. You caught me twice there. So one, I was just kind of backdooring our way into socialism, and two, yeah, I was just. I was just quoting Captain Planet, the Planeteers. He's a hero <laughs> trying to take pollution down to zero. I like how they just were like, well, we don't want him to necessarily be like a white savior guy, so we're going to make him every other color that isn't any color a human's ever been. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. They made him globe guy, but he, he wasn't globe shaped, so his grid lines appeared <laughs> insane. Yeah. Man, what if he had been actually just a globe-shaped thing? <laughs> That'd be much more ominous. Him flying through the air, yeah, would look insane. Yeah, like if he was just like Unicron, but smaller. Did he ever take his shirt off? Like, did you see where the continents actually fell on his body? Uh, do you want me to Google Captain Planet shirt off? Do you want me? To- <laughs> uh, nah, because that's gonna lead me down some dark subreddits. I think. Some dark, I, it, dark. That, I feel. I don't know, man. Captain Planet shirt off. That seems like some some fun jovial fan fiction. I suppose. I'm trying to think of who he would As, fuck. Yeah, uh, one of the pollution enemies. Because yeah, it can't be one of the planeteers. Yeah. Well, they, yeah, they're children. Uh, who? What? What's the gas station that got sued by Tony the Tiger for having effectively the Tony the Tiger mascot? Exxon was the tiger one, like to put a tiger in your tank. Yeah, probably them. So for a while there, they had like a one-to-one Tony the Tiger character. So let's and Tony the Tiger, obviously huge hit in the furry community. He's big to them. He's sort of he's their John Cena. Okay, he's he's All huge. Right. Uh, he's, he's their Cedric the Entertainer. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I, yes, I suppose yes. Oh man! Sorry. No, Joan, Joan just showed me the movie Life uh, because I hadn't seen that before. I don't know why. Maybe it's because I grew all uh, grew up like middle class and white. But <laughs> she was like, "Yeah, it was the movie that was like always on TV," and I was like, "I don't ever remember this being on TV." And she's like, "You weren't watching the same channels I was. That that's the reason." But then she looked up what's playing on BET this weekend. Life is on like four times. I was like, oh, okay, uh, yeah. <laughs> I wasn't watching BET as a 12-year-old. I, I was watching History Channel like a normal asshole. I was I genu- interested in Erwin Rommel. I genuinely felt like I wasn't allowed to watch BET as a kid. Is that is that normal? Like, tr- truly, I'm not trying to make a joke here. I realize it's an abs- absurd thing to say, but I truly was like, I am not supposed to watch this. This is like... yeah. It's like walking into uh, a gay bar out here. It's like, sure, I'm not legally banned from going in there, but like, they the crowd is, they they don't want me in there because every other bar is for me. Like I've got every other channel. <laughs> that's that's why I was very happy when Spike came out and oh my know, god, all all of their programming was 
Thousand Ways to Die, and MXC. TV for men. Slam ball. <sighs> MXC. I know it's, this is like the 10th time we've discussed it on this. It's a great show. My God. It's so good. Guy LaDouche. Yeah. And, you know, like they, they were uh, not that many writers. And they had one girl voice actor. Like <laughs> two guys. Yeah. <laughs> yep. And it was, what, it was uh, Vic Romano and Kenny. Blankenship. Kenny Blankenship. That's right. Gila Douche, Captain Tennille, Danny Glanz. Captain Tennille is a waste of a good joke. Like, Is it? <laughs> it's such I've, a bad joke that every time they make it, it just gets better. God damn, that was stupid. Ugh. Yep. <laughs> yeah, that's why it's TV for men. For men. Yeah, and they had Slam Ball, the, the only... Uh, I guess professional sport to have trampolines and basketball hoops seems seems right, but it also seems like specific enough that it's not impressive. They turned uh, basketball like halftime court shows into a sport, basically. Yes, you know where the the mascot does like a bunch of flips in the air. Yeah, yeah. That's that's I I feel like where slam ball would have been more successful is if you put the guys in like cougar costumes. What are those? Um... I feel like it's very popular in England, but you play soccer in like the giant inflatable sphere that you wear around your torso. You know what I'm talking about? Not the huge one that the flaming lips, not the hamster ball style one. What, that you can't use your hands? Yeah, but it also, it's like, it puts like a maybe foot and a half to two foot sort of force field around your entire torso and you run around. I don't I don't know this one. I It's not part of the British programming that we watch. Oh, no. I, uh, I haven't seen it on TV. It's like a thing drunk British guys do in the park. Let me look this up because they do it here oh. now. The S- only the only time I've been around drunk British people in like the last five years, I think, was in Germany, and they were trying to do the uh, dirty dancing like ending scene, and like you know just destroying themselves on on the sidewalk. Like in, it's like I don't know, probably one thirty in the morning on a sidewalk in Frankfurt, and like a bunch of overweight overdrunk british dudes are, are trying to to pretend to be patrick swayze and that girl from the end dirty dancing hell yeah looks like it was created in norway what i'm thinking of um but it was spread, oh, yeah? it was spread in the uk um by 2014 the sport had reached that, new it says here by 2014 it's a, by 2014 the sport had reached new zealand which makes it sound like it's a virus <laughs> Developed in 2012 in Slovakia, tech ball is taking the world by storm. But yeah, it's just. Uh, but but I feel like if slam ball were to incorporate, you would need to. Uh, you need armholes. This doesn't have armholes, so you need armholes. But I feel like slam ball plus. You're still very exposed. Your legs and head can be damaged I easily. Like if, I, I I can't be the first person to say this. But can we have a sport that involves a t-shirt cannon? Just one t-shirt cannon? Damn. I like it. I'm I'm imagining either it's either a neutral third party who launches it and it's like the the what's is it the golden snitch in Harry Potter uh, or it's like a kick in like rugby where you fire the t-shirt but then you can only like advance the ball if you're wearing the the shirt. Nice. Kind I of like a thing. that. But I don't you, know. You can wear it in many different ways. Yeah. I like where you're going. I like, I just like it. I like involving a t shirt right, can. Great. great. Yeah. Good. That's nice. I also thought about, you know, just now, uh, taking, you remember the old American Gladiators, like obstacle course? Of course. Uh, the, the one where they have the, you know, the PSI, like tennis ball gun. Yeah. Uh, just take that on the highway and, uh, <laughs> Just like, if if you can conquer it, you get to stop the truck. That's honestly what those uh, spear guns from the first Fast and Furious looked like. They looked like that fucking cannon thing. Yeah, well, they made them look like that because that's what we know cannons and guns look like. But even with like... We grew up watching American Gladiators. Yeah, but the barrel of the gun was like tennis ball diameter for that spear. Mark 
It was Mark perfect. McGuire looked normal to us because we watched Laser and Blaze. <laughs> uh, that's another thing I think England beat us to. I think it's called American Gladiators because the original show was just called Gladiators and it was in the UK. I watched uh, some documentaries on it uh, from ESPN and I don't remember a damn thing other than all the, the gladiators were sleeping around together. That is the least surprising news. That, exactly, right? Although I'm like, all like you needed a documentary to confirm that. Yeah, I'm very glad they were though. You know, like it'd be a bummer to find out that they weren't. They were all Christians. Yeah, they like a yeah, they were like a weird Or they Mor- were slaves. They were a weird Mormon. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that'd be that'd be worse, I guess. They were they were pretty much slaves. I mean, were were they doing the same like private contractor wrestling thing where they don't get health care and Pretty much, yeah, and love that. Yeah, their their stipend was like seven dollars a day. Yeah, that was the that was the eighties. Well, so that's that's like what twenty bucks a day. <laughs> I guess so. I I don't know what a Big Mac cost, but hey, uh, I just learned what a Whopper's called in France. Oh yeah have you have you seen this, buddy? <laughs> no, I only know what he's called in French Canada. What's that? I'm just kidding. I've been to a Burger King in French Canada, but that was 17 years ago. I just remember that they had like a daily rotating special that was Le King du Jour. That's they nice. The king, they had the King of the Day. That's fucking nice. Yeah. Yeah. King of the Day. So obviously the quarter pounder. At Around we, the time of that long chicken sandwich first came out. Who the the, the long right. sandwich. <laughs> yeah. No, dude, the extra extra long cheeseburger, I think, was the greatest <laughs> invention because they had that two for five menu. The you two for five menu long. was beautiful. I'd get I'd get a spicy big fish sandwich in there. Ooh, now Ooh. that's crazy talk. <laughs> that's that's not Spike TV for men talk. <laughs> I disagree. That's gonna that's gonna really make the evening a lot more interesting. Just putting a time bomb inside of you. Yeah. <laughs> Go to Burger and get the big fish sandwich. But uh yeah, what do you think what do you think the most dangerous, you know, uh fast food item? Is it is it like a fish of fillet of fish in like North Dakota, just like very far from where the the thing was was caught or I feel raised? like it's it's gonna be lobster at a red lobster, which isn't technically fast food, I guess. But it it'd be there in like yeah, the most It'll be carry out though. Yeah. That's that's fine. Or like I don't know if Chili's does like lobster tails, but like a Chili's. Don't you talk bad on Chili's? <laughs> I'm not talking you just bad. Give me a free dessert. I'm not talking bad on it. Oh, is that what you want for your birthday? No. Okay. <laughs> no, no, no. But I'm part of the Chili's rewards program, so they know when my birthday is. Oh hell yeah! Yeah, hell yeah, dude. It's it's funny to see like you know as you get older like who still remembers. Yeah, it's like your like, dentist organizationally. Yeah. The New York Giants are just like, hey. Really? Look at yeah. that. Now that's I nice. I bought tickets through them. Or somehow they got my information, but I don't know how the Giants did. It, it's not good. I'm like, I'm not a fan. <laughs> they're, they're clearly using the information nefariously. Clearly. Well, hell yeah, buddy. Well, happy birthday f- from uh, from the listeners and myself to you. Yeah, thanks. Uh, yeah, it, we, we didn't change seasons. I turned 35 and, uh, I don't know, got tired, had had a brother out here, and, uh, yeah, we, we, we did stuff that made us tired, which, you know, you can use your imagination for whatever that is. I'm in. I'm I'll, I'll, about- I'll tell you some of the stuff. I want to hear about stuff. it. Indiana Jones. You see, you heard about the new Indiana Jones movie playing fast and loose with uh, faster and looser than the the most recent Indiana Jones. I heard about it. It's got Mads Mikkelsen as a Nazi, I believe. Um, yeah, he. But he's a anti Hitler Nazi. Yes, which sounds like a tough stance. But they, uh, it, <laughs> yeah, they they really they really make him evil. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> like. Hitler was an idiot. He made a bunch of mistakes. I can win World War Two like that. Yeah, by so we we let it, so anybody who doesn't want spoilers for Indiana Jones: The Dial of Destiny uh, get fucked, I guess. But uh, with with Tim with young Tim and my permission, we had uh, Handsome Gary on the way to a show like a month ago explain the plot to us because he'd seen it. 
Or no, no, he hadn't seen it. He read a synopsis of it, which is even more insane. He like went and read like a a write up about it, like with with a deep plot summary and all this shit, and then told us about that. Which that's how you get your information, folks. Ask a friend to read something and then see what they can remember and tell you. Which I guess is kind of what this podcast is. Yeah. Yeah. All right. But uh, yeah, when he was like, yeah, Mads Mikkelsen is a guy who's like, look. Hitler's got some great ideas, but he's bad at military stuff. So, like, I'm going to take over because he's, well, look, we're nailing certain aspects of this, but we're going to lose the war and then we're going to have to, like, say we're sorry, which exactly that is such a funny thing to try to make a worse Hitler, like try to make Hitler, (laughs) too. Well, it just seems very national socialist. Yeah, yeah, it does. Uh, but no, the, so my note on it, and so so everything after this, you know, will just be from memory. But uh, my note is Indiana Jones got younger, dumber, and way way older, and fuller of cummer. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh so overall, did you did you enjoy it? And I mean that in the sense that, like, was it a fun watch? With your brother and presumably Joan, or was it so bad that it's not even fun to watch? I'm not going to say it was so bad that it's not even fun to watch, because, I mean, we were in a movie theater. Yeah. It's nice. That is nice. Yeah, it's a nice treat. I said I was never going to movie theaters like a month and a half ago. I remember that. I kind of assumed you watched this at home. (laughs) Yeah, I know, right? I was surprised to hear it was on video on demand that quickly. Don't don't worry. I saw it in a casino movie theater, so it wasn't like a real now we're proper talking. movie theater. Now yeah. we're talking. Now we're back in yeah. Jimbo territory. Exactly. No. Uh, the the thing about time travel <laughs> is that when you when you change the past and then go to the present and it's the same, why aren't people like more surprised? Yeah. And that doesn't happen in this one. Like. Nothing has no. They changed the past and changed nothing in the future. Like that'll be that'll be my spoiler, but it's like, hey, you you significantly changed history. Like so much so that like a guy that should have died famously did not die, and so the course of of human history is like severely altered because of your actions. But you just go back and you're like, oh, where where am I? Oh, me me and. Uh, Karen Allen are back together. Sweet. Ugh. Yeah, I did hear that Karen. That, Allen, that's Karen not, Allen was that's back. That's not a spoiler. No, Karen Allen. Ooh, what a babe. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I haven't seen pictures of her currently. I imagine she's just an old babe now. But she looked pretty rough in the last one, and the last one was like 15 years ago. I didn't see the last one. I still haven't seen it. But they didn't have the AI technology to make you younger. Ah, uh, yes, the tech, like they do nowadays. What would we do without the tech? What would we do? I'll tell you what. So, so you, you watched Indiana Jones. Did you watch anything else? I watched the beginning of Indiana Jones where they made him look young, but they did a lot better job than they did with uh, De Niro in The Irishman. Mm. But they don't see they don't have a make look younger for his voice. So he was yeah. still like a grizzled old grandpa, but it was like. <laughs> Watching the 80s Harrison Ford. Hey, it's me. It's my first day on the job. I'm 18. I'm bright-eyed and bushy-tailed. I hate snakes. <laughs> Don't bring that snake near me. I can't wait to be able to buy alcohol soon, but I can't yet because I'm a young boy. Exactly. Uh, tell, you, tell you what I watch, buddy. I watched, I watched three things. Since we last spoke, three uh, things. Three things of note, I should say. I've watched various TVs and other dicking arounds, but three sit down events. All, right. all of them in my living room. I watched the new Matt McCusker stand up special. Okay, I haven't. I haven't watched that. So that gets a resounding double thumbs up from me nice. and Reagan. We had a lovely time. That's good. Then I realized something. Now. About a month after Reagan and I started dating, roughly, um, she came to uh, to see me 
play a show for the first time. And afterwards, we uh, went out to a bar and we met up with two of her friends that she was kind of sort of trying to set up on a date. And I believe I had met one of them before and the other one I was meeting there. And the four of us are sitting down at this bar. Not a lot of people there. Sports bar, but pretty dead. And there's a TV playing on or a movie playing on the TVs, but like a, a movie on like cable. So it's got commercials and stuff. And yeah. I'm trying to like lubricate the conversation between these two people because they're just meeting. It's clearly like supposed to be like a, a date type situation. Yeah. And, and uh, but I don't know them. And I'm like, I wonder like, like why, why is Reagan not getting in here? I look up. She is fully distracted by Roadhouse. Roadhouse is on. And she is just, gobsmacked by how incredible everyone in it looks she's like who's that i was like that is young hot sam elliott despite the fact that he's still gray and uh so she was like this is this is great i didn't know this movie was this gay i was like yeah it's very homoerotic it's incredible the thing about the 80s is everything was gay yeah so we watched it like the next night i think in its entirety without commercials and I hadn't really thought about that genre of movies until I was, I've been trying to think of a summary film. Point fucking break, dude. I don't know yeah. why it took me so long. Okay. So Reagan had never seen Point Break, but obviously, who doesn't love Swayze? It's obviously a summer film. It's incredible. I submit possibly Swayze's best hair film. What? Point Break? Yeah. All right. I'm just, I'm willing to make that, I'm not going to die on that hill, but I, I you know, if you, if, if you at home, Right into roadsodaspod at gmail.com if you think you can name a better Swayze hair movie, specifically the hair. Specifically the hair, okay. Yeah. So we watched that, obviously incredible, and then last night we watched Quasi. Which is about Quasimodo, Have, uh, the Quasimodo story. So did this did this slip by you as well? Because it almost slipped by me if it weren't for young Tim. Uh, Yeah, well... It's thanks, the thanks young Tim. It's the Broken Lizard guys made a movie about Quasimodo. <laughs> All right. It came out like a week ago or 2 weeks ago on Nice. Video on Demand and uh they each play multiple characters in it. Good. Um Love so to see uh, that. Other than like the love interest, it's basically just them. I don't really know if there's anybody in it who isn't them. Okay. And uh yeah, I mean, they're old now, and that's fine. You'll have that. All in all, I mean, they made fun of the French a lot. They made fun of the Catholics a lot. So I, I, I'm good with it. Well, in an American Quasimodo movie, you're going to have to. Yeah, they kind of nailed I, it. I, I'm guessing that, you know, they, they kind of danced around like the, you know, the mental deficiencies of Quasimodo, but who knows? Look, it was tasteful. It was tasteful. Okay. Okay. All right. You know those guys handle us. If it's a touchy subject, those guys are wearing kid gloves. You know they're coming in. Oh yeah. These are pros. We, we all we all love kid gloves. <laughs> These are pros. Yep. Ah. So that's what I watched, and I'm going to go in order. Great, great, and okay. Those are my reviews. All right. Yeah. It uh, is. All right. My my Indiana Jones review is uh it yeah. Yeah, <laughs> but it's okay. It's okay. Sweet. I, I, I saw some other stuff. Uh, you know, when my brother was here, we went to the basketball hall of fame because you know I I live in in Hoop City. Yeah, the, I keep forgetting birth, that that's your neighbors in, in, the, in the in the cradle of basketball, or I guess in the net. I don't know. In the key. Ooh, yeah. That's yeah, we're at the top of the key. Top of the key, baby. Look at that. Ben knows a sports term. Oh, yep. yeah. This is huge for me. It is. It is. <laughs> uh, so, I mean, it's it's like your standard sports hall of fame, like famous guy this, you know, a bunch of old rich guys that. Here's historic uniform. Uh, they They have some cool stuff because, you know, to be good at basketball, you basically have to be a physical freak. Mm-hmm. So they're they're like... This is how tall Yao Ming is, and of course, <laughs> seven foot five. It's like, oh wow, that's really tall. That's so like, tall, dude. Here's how big K 
Kevin Durant's hand is. And they have like, you know, like a globe that you can put your hand into where Kevin Durant's hand is. And it's like, oh, yeah, his fingers are as long as my, you know, like torso. Yeah. But the thing that the one thing that made me go like, wow, was uh, they have a special Kobe section because uh, I guess when you crash in a helicopter, you get you get a special section in the Hall of Fame. So, so that's a free tip for anybody out there. Once a you know special section in the Hall of Fame, Stevie Ray Vaughan really, really set, started a trend there. He really did. He really did. Uh, but no, they so they had like shit for Kobe playing on like plasma screens, and they had like some of his sneakers and jerseys and shit. But they also had the children's book series that he quote created, but I think somebody else wrote and illustrated. Yeah, like. I'm sure he endorsed it and signed off he, on the concept. He had an idea but... that was like, hey, we should do a children's book. And his agent was like, yeah, sure. We'll put your name on it. It's fine. He was like, hey, I need some goodwill right now. And I've got more money than God. So it doesn't need to be a profitable venture. Um, yeah. And I don't want to go on this Olympics team for um, obvious reasons. <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, that was the one thing that made me go, wow, was... Kobe's children's book series. I, I mean, I didn't know it existed. Yeah. And when you crazy. say series, you're, you're, we're talking multiple different books. There were definitely multiple different books, but I think that like, they were a couple of universes that had a couple of you know different books. So I think you could buy it all as one, but you know they, they probably did like a limited release. Me yeah. lining up at record store day, trying to get the new, the new Kobe 7-inch. That just the dropped. new Kobe manga. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude. Uh, it's out there. It's wild. It is. It's wild stuff. Yeah, man. Uh, well, that, that's why I thought I would share it with you. But other other than that, the Hall of Fame, uh, I'm not going to say it's a ripoff, but it's kind of a ripoff. I can't say I'm terribly surprised. Um, yeah, I guess not. I'm still disappointed has- on your behalf, but. Eh, I, I kind of saw it coming. I mean, you want Maryland stuff and Sixers stuff to be in there. It yeah. just isn't. Yeah. Because, you know, the, the teams are, are, like, good, but they're not, like, Celtics or, or Kansas good. Yeah. Yeah. But the the bottom floor of the Hall of Fame is a big basketball court, and you can shoot into old-timey baskets if you want, like with no backboard. Oh, like cool. A big peach basket. Cool. Yeah. That's that's the cool part. It's posting up underneath the peach basket. I like that. Yeah. That's nice. And it doesn't have a three-point line painted because we didn't start shooting threes until like the 70s. Wild. Yeah. I guess also the original basket, the ball, like it had a bottom, right? So that the ball went in the basket and then they had to like you go and- cut them out. They had, but they, they had to like push them out with a stick back through the top, right? That was like- I don't know. But I've seen videos I, of that. I, I didn't read that plaque, but right. I didn't read all of the plaques. I read some of the ones about the famous fans because they really, I, I'm not going to lie, it, this this museum was not for me. <laughs> but Yeah, you know, I guess wh- if there's multiple fan plaques, that's not a great sign for... Well, it's not like a standard Hall of Fame where they have like, or I, I'm, I'm sorry that... The the Hall of Fame that I'm saying is standard is not is like you know the one that they all want to be, but like the Baseball Hall of Fame has a plaque of each guy, you know, and they're like, oh, he did this, you know, and he's forever in this hall, blah blah blah. Theirs is like a bunch of glass uh, where they get their names etched. It's more like the Vietnam Wall, you know. This man served, but it's in like a command center in like a big giant command center where like there's three center consoles and you can bring up each individual guy on like massive screens so it's it's kind of cool in that regard like if you have a specific player that you want to see you can see him on like a hundred inch screen but it's not something that makes you go like wow there he is there's his name Hmm. you know you you kind of have to to seek it out yeah that does seem sort of is there like a photo with the name or just the name just their name not even like what teams they played for or what they did. So like Dwayne Wade's going in this year. 
So it's just Dwayne Wade's name will be etched onto a piece of glass. So for somebody like myself, who's only going to know the most famous names, it would be not just... You'll know Dwayne Wade as Gabrielle Union's husband. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I, I call him Mr. Gabrielle Union. Right. It'd be not dissimilar from like me just flipping through like your dad's high school yearbook and recognizing like three people in it. And then the rest are just like names. And at least then there's that's, photos too. That's pretty much what it was for me. I was just like, all those guys got in last year. I don't know any of them. Yeah. Yeah. I'm out of touch on sports and it seems but to hey, happen just, exponentially. Dude. I mean, I just turned 35. So now, now I can like officially be like, yeah, I'm not, we're not cool. I don't have to be up on stuff. Whatever I know, I know. And like that, that's fine. Yeah. That's so nice. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Nobody's asked me to go to trivia since I moved to Springfield. I don't even know if they have trivia out here. People are just like, wow, you know that? <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Damn, you read a book? I didn't know you knew that. That's wild. Uh, it's a fun place to be. Hell yeah. What'd your brother think of the town? He He enjoyed himself as much as I think somebody who lives... I mean, we we lived in a place that was very high rent as well, and mm. and and he lives in a place that's yeah very expensive on a coast. Uh, it's just the other coast. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, yeah. I think he enjoyed how how laid back and and inexpensive it was. That does sound nice. Yeah. That does sound yeah. real nice. To, to get like a a nice pizza pie for like fifteen bucks, a sandwich for less than ten. You know, bro. bro the under ten dollar sandwich. Oh my god. <laughs> Dude, with chips and a drink. What? It's the combo? Well, it's a lunchtime combo. Yeah, I mean, it's a certain hours. Still. Yeah. Fuck, man. They call them grinders, though. That's it, that's getting tough to come around on. So I, I try not to I try not to say that word specifically when ordering. It's like, can I just get a large turkey? Like, yeah, large turkey. <laughs> yeah, large turkey grinder. And it's like, no, you don't have to grind it. <laughs> I'd like it smooth, but yeah. not ground. Just like slices, preferably. Exactly. Fuck is messaging me. God damn it. Uh, I'm sorry, man. It's all right. Hey, hey I got it. episodes back. Go for it. Oh. You had an alarm come through. I just wanted to let you know on, on this publicly that uh, we both use the same default alarm for, for our uh, alarm app. Yeah, I just uh, do whatever. You use the... the default alarm app, mm-hmm. default alarm sound. Uh-huh. Love it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I use the default messaging colors as well, and young Tim used to make fun of me because it was just the defaulted, for me at least, to the Yelp colors. Gross. And he was just like, why are you on Yelp? And I was like, I'm not. I'm texting Reagan. He was like, why are you texting her on Yelp? <laughs> I was like, I'm not. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> Yeah, I wonder how many, you know, like memories you could unlock by playing all the old default sounds from all the old phone apps. I bet the fucking Nokia L- the Nokia brick like ringtones would fucking trigger some Dude, I think even for like my LG G3, like there is a couple of sounds on that one and I had that phone for like 4 years. Uh, love a nice love a nice tone. I had I had that phone for like the Joe Kelly years in in Boston. Remember when everybody had ringback tones, and then no, you- I I remember I think two or three people I actually knew who had them. And then if you if you didn't sign up for the following year, so for those who don't remember or choose not to or are too young, the ringback tone you gave like your carrier, I think, or maybe it was a third party, I don't know, like. F- three to five dollars once for like the year and then uh you could pick a song and when somebody called you you can probably hear my dog panting he had a great time meeting a new dog friend but uh you could pick a song and that's what people would hear when they called you instead of the normal like ring tone but you couldn't pick any song right that is correct and also it expired after a year and you would have to re-up and the thing is i don't know anybody that did but also it didn't just go back to the ringtone because they had you 
So what it did go to was that classical music song that I don't know, but it was just that. Right. It was Vivaldi. Yeah. It was a Vivaldi one. It was ass. I hated it. Yeah. That was hilarious. And it suddenly like. That's what I associate with the ring back down. It's like. I remember yeah. calling this person, and it was a song. And then, like for four years after that, it was Vivaldi. Yeah, I d- I don't remember any of the songs that it had been ever, but I remember several people that I was close with having the fucking Vivaldi default tone for like a Crazy. decade. Yeah, yeah. What sick dude. and twisted mind? Unless you wanted Vivaldi, in which case it's kind of a dream situation for you. I guess so. Hey, I got a note here from a while ago. It's from when we were in San Jose, or, uh, Santa Cruz. I don't remember if I told you this part of the story, and if I if I if I did, stop me. And if I forgot, I'm sorry because it was a very Jimbo situation. But it was the night we got to Santa Cruz, where we're on the hunt for some food. We've hit up a dog beach. Now, now we're looking for some some snacks. We see a place. Yeah. We we end up finding a closer place. But even before we found the closer place, we go to a bar. Good vibe at the bar. It's kind of like just before sunset. Big backyard nice. area. We're hanging out. All right. Beers are moderately priced. Definite dive bar, kind of bikery kind of vibe. But it's early enough that it's not too intense. Yeah. Um, yeah. Now, who, who? Which biker gang do you like? Are you a Hell's Angels guy? <laughs> I see. I don't like them because it, they say hell. I'm like, I'm like, can we say okay. hex? Can it be hex? Well, angels, you are an guys? East Coast guy too, so you might like the pagans. Is that? I know the pagans are. Wait, are the pagans the one from Sons of Anarchy? What was that? What was that? Uh, the dickheads. I don't I know. D- I didn't my watch. bad. The dickheads. I did not watch. But we've everyone been there. I played rugby with. <laughs> Dude, watch Sons of Anarchy, and I was like, ah, I'm not that white trash. I'm sorry. Yeah, that that that's a type of guy who watches who watches all that. Um, I, I I'm sure you remember working at the warehouse where we sold all that fucking merch, yeah. and it it didn't come smaller than an extra large. Like they, I don't think they sold large or medium. They didn't have Sons, small fans. Yeah, Sons of Anarchy shirts. It was just extra large and up. It went up like four X. It's like hell yeah, hell yeah, boys get it but so we're in the we're in the backyard section of this dive bar yeti obviously huge hit yeti always does good at a dive bar everybody loves him yeah and then a new guy enters bigger older than us guy but not an old guy you know like maybe like eight-ish now, years older you say than us bigger older than us is this you guys combined you like and your combined age no i mean okay. he's probably like in his early 40s and oh, okay. he's like a larger than normal man, but still like not not remarkably large. Just like a like a okay. hefty fella, and he's got a big insulated bag draped over his shoulder, like like like, like the straps over his shoulder. Big insulated bag, and what he's got, he's going around, and this is the exact way he phrased it. He'd point at you like an underhand point, and with a big smile on his face, you go, "Hey, you in the market for a cheesesteak?" Just to everybody. Whoa. My man had a bag of loose cheese sticks. No information wow. as to where they came from, why he's got it, and the rate that and he's, he's asking. And he's calling him cheese steak. He's calling him cheese Dangerous. steak. Yeah, and the rate that he's going around asking, I can tell this is what this guy does. As soon as he's done here, he's hitting the next bar. Like, he's not. he doesn't and work when he's for out, this he's bar. He's out. Yeah. Dude, imagine, imagine getting lunch like that. It's like, oh, there's usually a guy that comes around. With the thing, you just have to sit here long enough. Yeah, just get some loose cheese steaks from Steve. They're fine. They're fine. I actually, I actually really like the loose taco guy because he makes it right there. He's got like fifteen different bags. That's nice. Yeah, that's real nice. Mm-hmm. We had loose tamales out here for a while, but the the main the main tamale lady died, unfortunately. But what is the Giants of San Francisco, Los Agentes de Baseball, uh, they they have a mascot, right? See, si. does he shoot? What does he shoot out of a cannon at the crowd? Because the Philly fanatic, he shoots hot dogs. He sh- he shoots ja 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 ja. 
<laughs> Does he shoot those garlic fries? Just a shotgun blast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, it's it's more democratic that way. You can hit more people in the section. That's true. That is true. Uh, Rather than one spoiled hot dog for one spoiled person. Yeah. A hundred spoiled fries for a hundred spoiled fans. I can't believe I had I forgot to tell you about my, my loose cheesesteak guy. I apologize. Yeah. Loose cheesesteak, man. Yeah. That's the kind of mascot we need. Yeah. <laughs> Not shooting them out of cannons. Just going around. Tossing them under bag. Yeah. Uh, and the the other note I got on here, I was listening to a podcast a couple weeks ago. Somebody mentioned the Calvin and Hobbes TV show. And I was like, I've never heard of that. And they didn't mention as if they watched it. They mentioned like Bill Wooderson trying to make sure it didn't happen because he famously, oh, you know, didn't merchandise anything. And uh, is that why Calvin's always peeing? He's always peeing on stuff. He can't make up his mind as to what brand of truck he wants to pee on. He, he doesn't know which NFC East team he likes. I know that he just likes peeing on stuff. I think is what it is. Must this, be thirsty at this point. Must be a thirsty boy. At, <laughs> Uh, at this point, he he's, he's, yeah, I'm more worried about his hydration levels. That's just too much pee. Calvin, we got to talk. But so I Googled Calvin and Hobbes TV show because I wanted to see, like, when they tried to make it, what had happened, had they tried to take, like, the merchandising rights away from Bill Wooderson. And I found, like, a whole, like, wiki on, like, four seasons of the show i think with like 20 episodes a season with like a plot summary and the voice actors and shit like that and i was like what the fuck did this happen and it took me about i don't know a good couple of minutes to realize this was a fan fiction site where somebody wrote up the synopses wow they didn't even do like the artwork they left it for free too yeah you know no paywall for these fans. And there was nothing that said it was like a fan site, fan fiction thing. Because there's plenty of like wikis that are just, it's created by fans, but it's based on the, whatever the intellectual property is. Like you'll yeah. find it on video games or book series or TV series or shit. They're like that's out there and it's it's unofficial and it's just run by, you know, people like presumably fans of it and so it just looked like one of those there was nothing to separate it at least it's not like i'm crawling those those websites every day to see what's going on so maybe if you are a frequent wikier you would notice right away but i certainly didn't and i was like what the fuck but it and they picked fan source wikias are hard man dude they picked voice actors that aren't even like name brand voice actors they picked like oh okay the kind of voice actor where they have a lot of credits to their name and you've probably heard them and stuff, but you, like you've never heard of their You're name. More like, oh, Phil Lamar. Well, no, see, but Phil Lamar, we know this would be like, wow. like, like it, it, it couldn't be anybody that was involved in Futurama or King of the Hill or any of those shows. It'd be like, oh, this guy was the voice of Darth Vader in one of the like Attack of the Clones animated movie things, and you're like, okay, cool, like, all right. Yeah, his, his name's going to be like Dan he's Smith. Experienced. Yeah, and you're like, great. That was the people that they had picked based on like, ah, I, I, okay. I clicked like 10 different names. I was like, I'm going to hit one that I recognize. No, I fucking didn't. They were all hyperlinked. And they're. I think somebody sat down and like went through other animated shit they saw and was like, who sounds in, like in my head, who would be a good Calvin? Who would be a good Hobbes? <laughs> When I masturbate, who who do I think is the voice of Calvin? Dude. And I was thinking, and I sat there, and I thought not dissimilar to the line of thought you just went down. And I was like, is this a horny thing? Because there's obviously, there's an anthropomorphic cat. And I mean, that's, it's the internet, you know? It's always an option. I don't think it was a horny thing, but I do think... I kind of thought about like the mindset. You have uh, to maybe, be in. maybe they're saving that for the fifth season. Well, that's the thing. I was like, they did four seasons, man. I, I was like, what kind of? They d- they did a community with it. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, damn. What do do I like anything that much to do this specific weird thing? 
I don't think the I... one thing I could think of is like maybe Ace Combat, but even so, I've fallen off with that. <laughs> get it? Get a, a solid plot synopsis for the 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 rich tapestry of the of the world that is Ace Combat. Well, the, I mean. The actual general history of Strange Reel is pretty well documented, and uh, yeah, it wouldn't it wouldn't be as nuts if you didn't have Belka or the Ulysses event, but it's it's the one on one, you know, the primary sources, the the personal interactions that I really want to hear about, and you don't hear about it as much. Sure, yeah, Sh- sure. I'll do a Star Fox TV show or a, uh, a Lipton Ice Tea TV show. Yeah, I. You know, I, know I, I also I also like real time strategy games uh, that that give you high body counts in the battles that you fight. Sure. Uh, so maybe a TV show about you know all those dead soldiers that I've left behind. Yeah. Because there's there's millions. Sure. I'm good with that. They that was one of the Austin Powers movies, right? Where they they showed one of the henchmen gets killed and they like call his wife. <laughs> right. I I do not know. <laughs> I think that was, I've seen that in a movie and it was very slapsticky. I think it was Austin Powers. It could have also been like a naked gun style movie, but it was like a henchman dies and they stop following the action sequence and start following like the bureaucratic dealings with of a henchman dying. And yeah, they call his wife and she's crying and then they have to, they're, they're like trying to get her to like. They're like, don't worry, you'll be compensated for his death. <laughs> like they're doing, it was a good bit. <laughs> it does sound like a good bit. I don't remember what it was from. Uh, well, good, buddy. So you had a good birthday. Yeah, got- we, we did go to a... Uh, this dive bar was actually a dive bar, but the one bar in my neighborhood, uh, we decided to hit the first day my brother was out here, and... There were like three signs inside that said no smoking, but uh, that rule was not being followed. Well, it, maybe maybe each one of those signs was for a specific guy, and those three guys weren't smoking. <laughs> I mean, one of them would get up to smoke. <laughs> uh, uh, man, yeah, smoking in it, a bar. Haven't seen that the, in a while. I haven't seen that since Pennsylvania, huh? Yeah. Is it still legal um, in Pennsylvania? Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> I I think specific bars, like uh, I've definitely been in places that are like breweries as well that, yeah, don't allow it. You know, especially places that have like food usually. Sure. You know, if if you want to be able to serve food and, and like be able to serve families, I think, you know, you, you can't you can't be having smoking. But if you have a bunch of guys, you know, just playing Keno, smoke away. Smoke them up, and that and this is definitely a, a Kino type place. People Whew. play Kino. They have the Kino on the bar. They have the Mega Millions and the the Powerball in the window facing out. But um, we both went, and I I said, uh, oh, uh, what's on draft? Because you know they have like ten beer taps, but they they didn't have like any of the um you know like branded beer taps. Sure. And the guy was like, yeah, we don't have any draft. Uh, just bottles and cans. <laughs> I was like, oh, <laughs> all right. Wow. So first bottle I saw was a Guinness. I was like, "Oh, Guinness is fine." The bottle right, of Guinness too. Yeah, I we're feel, I'm, we're staying for this one. Yeah, I feel like you typically see the can, but the bottle. Yeah, that's nice. Oh, you're already getting some hairy eyeballs. But it seemed like so the the next business down, and the, this is at like a main intersection, and the next business down the the street that it goes down is like a firearms safety course place. Like, uh, you know, get get your fi- uh, concealed carry, you know, firearms license here. Or here, learn how to do it here. Blah, blah, blah. Sure. We'll, we'll help you. We're, we're, we'll help you network. Um, but it seemed like the back of this bar was connected there. And that's where the guys were smoking. Like, that was the smoking section of this bar. Was the firearm safety course, please. Fuck yeah. I mean, that, that tracks. Yeah. That makes that makes a lot of sense. But yeah, uh, the rest of the beers that we drank uh, were either in restaurants or at at my house. Thankfully, we sick. Did. We left after the Guinness. Good. Did uh, did your yeah. brother go with the same same choice? Oh yeah. 
Good. Yeah. Good. Because I think we were both like, uh, we needed to know what the bar was like. But as soon as we did, it's like, all right, we need to get out of here as fast as possible. <laughs> we got to bail. We got to bail now. Yeah. Well, look, I'm kind of glad that, that we don't have like a fantastic neighborhood bar that I have to go be a regular at because, I mean, I'm not I'm not ready to make that kind of financial and uh, and health commitment. I, I hear you, man. There was, I think I've lamented before, there was a bar, I mean, the building's still there, um, maybe a little over half a mile from here. Maybe, actually, yeah, probably about just half a mile. The front half's a dive bar. The back half was an extremely good Mexican restaurant with like an outdoor area. And it shut down October 15th. That's how upsetting Ooh. it was. I remember the exact date. Remember, remember the 15th of October. I mean, I could bring Yeti. We'd bring Yeti there and hang out in the back. The beer was cheap. The food was good. It was a great place to like bring guests when they came over. Yeah. And uh, it shut down. But uh, it, it was also one of those things where it's like, if this were a little closer and the beer was like $1 cheaper, I might be here a lot. Yeah. So I'm kind of glad that those thresholds are in place. Yeah, they they don't have draft beer at the X, so I can I can avoid that. Yeah, I, I can't remember specifically. I think this place would have like one or two. Th- they had they had some of those fridges with the glass fronts. Right, with- and that's how I spied the Guinness. Hell yeah, these were the full size ones, and they were all full of loose single, like the sixteen ounce tall boy bottles of craft beer. So. Nice. I'd I'd get like they always had this one dark beer on tap that I would get, and then Reagan would be like, "Do you have any sours?" And the guy would be like, "I don't know," and he'd like dig through these fucking fridges because it was just a chaotic inventory. It was just I don't know how you yeah, get that many yeah. of one type of beer, but if I worked at a place like that and we had a time that was slow, I would have organized it. But like, yes, I guess yeah. When when you're dealing with other employees, they don't they don't have the same respect for it. That's why it's usually codified into the policy or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Man. Well, can't win them all. But, uh, dude, imagine, imagine doing that with everything. It's like, oh, man, I need this specific tool. And then you're just digging through a box every time you need a tool. Dude, that's how my work was before I got there. I was working with, like, before you started hucking wrenches at people. Well, literally, they just had, like, uh, those fucking colorful bins full of like Allen wrenches, and I was like, "What is this? This is insane!" Yeah. Like, you well, can't- we we bought a bunch of shelving, and each shelving unit comes with an Allen wrench. And it's like, yeah, but they're all the same size, and we only need one of them. Yeah, and then it's like we also need a variety of other kinds and like lengths and stuff. And well, where we are have they? the ones that came with the shelves. And yeah, there'd be like a drawer that said crimpers and you'd open it up expecting there to be crimpers and there's just like two adjustable wrenches and like a set a pair of tweezers. And you're like, what the fuck is this? What is this? So Yeah, I, I usually tear those labels off. I reorganized everything and then fucking people would come in and borrow something and just toss it anywhere. And I was like, No, 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 we're not doing that anymore. Things go back. Yeah. And they're like, why? And I was like, because I, because I happen to know what size wrench goes with that bolt. I, I don't, I, like, I don't need, to, I don't grab yeah. like ten wrenches and just press them in till one fits. I'm kind of getting in the weeds of this complaint, but anybody who organizes their shit can relate, even if it's not wrenches. Yeah, damn right. No, because if if they leave the tool out, like it, the only justice that you can have is like jamming it down their throat. Yeah, it's like well, the the bigger the tool, you know, the the bigger the throat jam. Well, they've definitely done sort of a weaponized incompetence thing so that now I have, I just have a big bin at the entrance area to, to my section of the of the warehouse. And anything that's borrowed, I just say, put it back in there. And I let it build up for like a week. And I'm like, you see all this shit that you guys make me, make me deal with? This is fucking you guys. And then I yeah. put it all back where it's supposed to go instead of them just like hiding it in a drawer. Nice. Okay. It's, I was kind of hoping you would dump it on their heads, but I guess if you don't know who's bringing it back, exactly. Yeah, but uh, that you know what? That's why I like being a a rookie groundskeeper because I already have like hand me down equipment. Like, is it? 
They're like, here's a handsaw and some clippers. And it's like, uh, these don't, these don't, aren't really clippers. And it's like, ah, don't worry, you're not really going to be using them. <laughs> you're going to be picking up trash. They're from the Great War. Don't worry about it. It yeah. was before we had a second one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, which war was the great one? Well, just, again, we hadn't had a second one yet. Talk about Vietnam. Ah, okay. <laughs> the Great War. Yep, Indochina. It'll always be Indochina to me. I did think it was a bold choice for that. Um, it was at least the first of the sort of online suit retailers I'd ever heard of was named themselves Indochino. That seemed a little bold to me. Yeah. Like Banana Republic. Like that that is actually, yeah. When I learned what a Banana Republic was, I was like, God damn. (laughs) Yeah. Who died to make this? I don't want it. Yeah. Like you, you killed what village? That'd be like finding out that old Navy and the gap also own just like, a plantation. Yeah. Like they just call Pier it. Pier one imports was a slaver. Yeah. Yeah. That's. Yeah. Don't look up Dole. Don't look up like what Dole used to do. Ah. United Fruit Company. Don't. Neither here nor there. Don't Google United Fruit Company CIA. Don't Google that. You'll learn too much. Don't, don't Google Chesty Puller. He was. He was their agent. Was he? I mean. You look when you. You know, you, you, you cut your teeth in the, the 20s and 30s. It's true. Banana Republics. Yep. He was the the only reason that that fucking, that, uh, uh, was it George Bush's granddad didn't fucking succeed in his coup of the United States of America. Prescott? Yeah. Prescott Bush? Yeah, the one who was friends with the Nazis. Yeah. He, he tried. I'm sure he tried to kill Joe Kennedy at some point. <laughs> He he tried to fund a coup to throw to overthrow the United like States government and put Chesty Puller in charge as a dictator. That would have been sweet. And the only reason that it didn't go through, Chesty Puller was like, "Sick, just keep telling me about this plan." And then he just like went to the government and was like, "Guys, I got him. You have a you have a nut." And uh, and they were like, "Cool, crack this nut." Uh, everybody involved in this is absurdly wealthy, so no one's going to go to jail. But thank yeah. you for not killing all of us. Nice. That's a brief history. You can do some more Googling on your own. It had a very stupid name. It was called like Operation Payday or something like that. It was <laughs> Operation Weenie Roast. I'm going to look it up because it was, I remember like hearing about this and somehow like how corny the, na- the, the name they gave it just yeah, made Yeah, Chesty me- Pooler wouldn't be involved in such an operation. Yeah, like, I don't know. Let's see, plot to overthrow the U.S. government. I mean, he he banked a little bit with the uh, National Socialists. Damn. It was literally called The Business Plot. The Business Plot? The Business Plot. Oh, sorry. And I had the wrong war hero. It was Smedley Butler, not Chesty Puller. Wrong Thank God. Wrong guy. The, the, the implacable Chesty Puller. Were they... Uh, they weren't even around at the same time, were they? Eh. Prescott Bush and Chesty Puller? No, uh, Smedley Butler and Chesty Puller. They were they were alive at the same time. Yeah, they, they their Venn diagrams overlap. Actually, they overlapped quite a bit. Look right? at that. Look who's not an idiot. They were only 18 years apart in age. <laughs> I'll take it. Yeah. And they both have ridiculous names for being like well-respected like like war, war people. Yeah, I feel like that's what you need for... To be a war war guy, yeah, you don't want to be you don't want to be like uh, Kyle. Look, jo- John Smith is a, that's a, like a pilgrim name, right? Yeah, yeah. So you, you got you got to be like a you you need one of those chesty chesty names, Smedley. Yeah, like that, if I, those aren't real names, but yeah, if I'd been in like World War Two, it'd be like ah, uh, it's a uh, it's Ben. It's like ah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey there, Ben. Nice yep. work, uh, uh, Ben. And then I'd be like, anybody want to talk to Chesty? They're like, oh, shit, Chesty's here? Is Smedley also here? What about Frisky Pete? <laughs> <laughs> Stabbing Steve, where is he at? Yeah. That guy hates Nancy's. Well, look, now that we've basically written the, the plot for Indiana Jones 6, it's uh, it's probably time we land this pick. So, All right. Uh, Jimbo, you got any advice for anybody who just turned 35 and is pumped to just be an old guy now? 
35 is old? And as we say every week, go fuck yourself. God fuck us, everyone.